At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Yes, here we go. Follow the money, Polly Howard, Matt Humans. Mitch out sick the rest of the week. So there we go. Be careful out there. I mean, it's uh, madness here in Las Vegas. What's going on? Busy show coming up. We'll try to get to the bottom of this Harbaugh stuff with Adam Hill, UFC, Raiders. Thoughts on the playoff games coming up. Adam Hill from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Also, Teresa Walker. We'll try to get to the bottom of the Henry thing. Uh, Henry back this week for the Titans. How many snaps? How many carries? Rust factor. We'll get to all that coming up. Johnny Avello from DraftKings. Indy Jeff Seeley with golf picks coming up. Uh, we'll go over some win totals in the NBA. One team can go over their win total already tonight. And Von Tobel's on top of it. I love the Lakers tonight. We'll get to that coming up. We have a pl- uh, props coming out of our ears here with what's going on with uh, good stuff at DraftKings and all and all the great props at Bet Rivers and PointsBet as well. A lot to get into. All right, how you doing? Good? Good, good, man. man. Looking forward to it. I got a bunch of calls from people this week. Where's Mitch? How's Mitch doing? Uh, he's he's doing better. He's going to be back soon. We thought he might be back today, but it looks like Monday. So I'm going uh, I'm going back and forth with him all day on text and yeah. let's do this and how about this prop and is like, okay I'm out for the week. I mean this is just, <laughs> oh god it's incredible what's going on. Yeah? That's right. He'll yeah. be back soon. Yes, we'll be back soon. Right, right. The Duke got beat. How about that? Duke goes yeah, down. Yeah, Coach K at his best last night, uh, <laughs> drawing up no play at the end of the game, and uh, Duke just helter skelter throws up a yeah. wild shot that gets blocked at the uh-huh. end. Uh, with uh, they wasted basically ten seconds on the final possession. Talk about that later. How about Jim Harbaugh? I got a call from somebody yesterday uh, asking me, "Do you are you buying into this Jim Harbaugh to the Raiders talk?" Because one sports book has posted Harbaugh as the favorite. Several have. Yeah. So well, when when I was when I was one sports book I was looking at had plus one seventy five another had plus two fifty right like, yeah yeah well so you sent me the text you said get a load of this he's plus two fifty and I look and I go on a couple apps and I look and he's plus one seventy five yeah. to be the next Raider coach and for and for all you people out there about he's doing his job he's out recruiting look at the stuff on Twitter I mean this is George because these college coaches it's George Costanza when there's the fire. I mean, it's women and children get out of the way. It's everyone for himself. And these guys, after what just transpired with Brian Kelly, he's just he's out on recruiting, recruiting visits with his staff. He doesn't even bother to tell them. And they go, I feel like an idiot after how that went down and, and Kelly goes to LSU. But this is, I mean, did, uh, what, do, what do your moles say? Who'd you talk to? What do you believe in here that this guy is plus 175 and plus 250 at a couple books to be the next Raider coach? Yeah, not only did Brian Kelly stun everybody by taking the LSU job, overnight he developed a Cajun accent. <laughs> Hard to uh, do. I know. He pulled that out. I mean, right? that was that was stunning. Uh, okay, <laughs> so I talked to somebody close to the yeah. Michigan football program who's been uh, plugged in to what's going on there for uh, many years pretty good. 
and he told me that Harbaugh's got a, a new contract on his desk from the athletic director full of uh, raise, incentives, all sorts of perks. It's a really nice contract, and he's out on the road recruiting. He hasn't signed it yet. But the, uh, the, the source told me Harbaugh's 90% to stay at Michigan. Really? 90%. So he said 10% to the Raiders, 90% to stay at Michigan. And actually Harbaugh and Mark Davis talked apparently uh, a week to 10 days ago. Now I don't know if uh, Harbaugh called Mark Davis or Davis called Harbaugh. I was told that Harbaugh called Mark Davis. Get out. So I was going to ask you, Paul, what's he do? Is he called the Westgate, the front desk? He says, uh, "Give me, connect me with, uh, connect me with Mark Davis up in the Elvis suite." Yeah, the Elvis huh? suite. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> what? I would think Mark Davis would call Harbaugh, but supposedly it was the other way around. I know that Jim Harbaugh right now is trying to maximize sure his value. Oh, right? absolutely. Because, uh, After his, he his just went to the playoff, yeah. So he's either going to get a bigger deal for Michigan or trying to see what he can get uh, from the NFL. These college coaches are paid well. A lot of them are pay- paid better than wow. NFL head coaches. Well, let me jump in. Okay. You made a good point, though, about I had to take a pay cut and it hadn't gone well at Michigan, and then I go to the playoff. But along the way, as I take Michigan to the playoff, Franklin gets $90 million, yeah. Tucker gets $90 million, Wow. All these contracts that were handed out, and I'm sure he's looking at it. It's like, okay, let's go. Come on. I look what I just accomplished. But, but this is – so. James Franklin, Mel yes. Tucker, 90-plus million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brian Kelly's got a huge deal. Kelly hasn't won a playoff yeah. game. I mean, Jim Harbaugh, least beat Ohio State, won the Big Ten, got to the playoff. Yeah, I think his value is max right now. Who would you bet on? Well, I'm sure a lot of this is on liability, too, because, I mean, like we always say on this show, people bet what they want to see, mm-hmm. not what they think is going to happen. Right, they just right. want, But Harbaugh plus 175, Basaccia plus 250, Dable and Doug Peterson six to one. I wouldn't mind the enemy plus seven fifty. Dabo's ten to one. Todd Bowles is ten to one. I can't believe we're going down this road again. I mean, it was a disaster with the Jets. I <laughs> yes, mean, come on. I mean, this is. Um, but I guess I wouldn't have a problem with Leftwich either, fourteen to one. But some of this stuff, I mean, it just will run through all these coming up because there's so many openings and these are up at several books with every team that has an opening. I don't know. I just it was just astonishing yesterday where you look and the guy's as low as plus one seventy five. Yeah, he'd be the next coach that. of the rate. No. My no. my advice would be don't no. bet that. Just based on the source I talked to, plugged into Michigan, no. he says about a ten percent chance that he ends up with the Raiders. Obviously Mark Davis has got to go through the whole process and you get the Rooney rule uh to deal with as well. So he's gonna interview I think Jared Mayo of the, the Patriots uh-huh. is gonna interview soon. What's what are his odds on the book you're looking at right now? Uh it seems like twenty-five the, to one. Twenty-five to one. Might he be. Has, he's he's listed in every job, and he's as low as four to one at the, for the Texans job. You might want to take a look at that for twenty-five to one. I would definitely take a look at a longer shot. I would. Mm-hmm. Byron Leftwich seems like a good fit for the Jaguars job. Michael Lombardi says Dan Quinn's going to be the guy for the Broncos, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like Brian Dable uh, is going to get the uh, the Bills' offensive coordinator is going to get the Bears or the Vikings job, right? So I wouldn't bet him to get the Raiders job. So that leaves you with, I think, Eric Bieniemy, uh, Jared Mayo. Who else would you look at? And Basaccia, I, I don't think he necessarily should get the job, but he's got a decent shot. But I wouldn't bet him at those odds, at mm-hmm. plus 250. I, I would not play him at around 5-2 to two or 3-1. to one. 
Eric Bieniemy might be a guy. You know, if the Chiefs get knocked out this week, he might be the Raiders' no. coach by this time next well, week. I, I think O'Brien will get the Jacksonville job. I think that's how it'll work oh, out. Man. But that's, no, that's he, he's just... plus two fifty in the favorite there, Matt. Get on board. Can Jacksonville on. ever make a right move? <laughs> no, huh? that's not happening. No. Now there's a lot of. I so, mean, if that happens, Leftwich could end up in Vegas. That's a possibility. I think too. Leftwich is this close <laughs> to getting a job. Yes. Yeah. Uh, see where Flores winds up as well. He, he and I thought I thought Harbaugh maybe might take the uh, the Bears job, and he's plus six fifty to go to Chicago as as of yesterday. So there's there's some there's some steam here. We'll see if there's anything to it. But there, if there's something to this, watch out. Follow the money. Well, follow the markets here in the next day or two. Green Bay's up to six. There are a lot of people, and a lot of them respected, saying watch out. There's a chance maybe Garoppolo is uh, really hurt, and and there's a chance chance. Doesn't play. And I know Adam Chernoff even tweeted it out. What's the number if he doesn't go? Mm-hmm. He threw out there, is it 10? Who knows? But there are there are several people saying this isn't good for Garoppolo. And, oh, my God, if he can't go Saturday night and you have to go with Trey Lance. I mean, who knows? But this is, you know, it's up to six now. And we'll see. If that, if that keeps moving up, then somebody has information here on Garoppolo. But this would just be so unfortunate if you have to stick Trey Lance in there. Mm-hmm. And he would, oh, man, walking into a buzzsaw and the cold, taking on Green Bay and Green Bay getting everybody back. He played at North Dakota State. He should be okay in the cold, even though they play in a dome. I would think Trey Lance, if if he is the starting quarterback, you're going to see that number go to, I'm going to say, eight or eight and a half. I don't think it goes to ten. If the Niners have to start Trey Lance, I'll say eight or eight eight and a half is where it goes. So, Mm -hmm. right now, what you should essentially do, if you – if you can, lay a five and a half with the Packers. Yeah. Uh, because you can always get out of the bet later if uh, Jimmy G does end up starting. And uh, that would probably be the way to play it. I do have a small bet on the Packers at a five and a half, but nothing uh, really significant. I just said, I'll, I'll play it now. And if Jimmy G's out, then that's a really good number. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could always play back and, you know, take the Niners uh, plus eight and a half if it's going to be Trey Lance starting. It's it's funny when you look, Polly, at the uh, – the Packers and the Niners, in the offseason, Kyle Shanahan was accused of tampering with Aaron Rodgers, trying to get him to San Francisco. Can't can't get it to happen. Matt LaFleur and the Packers said, no, nah, we're not going to let Rodgers go. Um, the Packers, the previous year, made a big mistake by trading up into the first round to j- draft Jordan Love, who's mm-hmm. nowhere near ready to start a quarterback. The Niners trade up to draft Trey Lance, who's nowhere near ready to start a quarterback, and they might be forced to play him in the game this weekend. Who and also maybe they're playing games, but I don't know why the, what the uh, you, I, I they did this against the Rams too, but this this sprained shoulder business and the Shanahan quote about we hope to have him back soon at practice. I mean, hope. What what the hell's going on here? I mean, there's the, the all these injuries that the guys dealing with. I think he's going to start. I think Jimmy G's mm-hmm. going to start. And I saw all the reports yesterday. I think Jason McIntyre from Fox Sports 1 was the first one to report yep. it. Yep. You know, um I'm not going to bet on his information necessarily, but I would guess that Jimmy G is going to make the start. He's going to practice late in the week. But the the question then is how healthy is he going to be? Is that shoulder really going to bother him when he plays? He might start, but not really be healthy. And if he takes a hit on the shoulder, he might get knocked out early or not even be that close to 100%. That absolutely could happen. Sure. That is something to monitor and and, and follow here and uh, keep checking out the lines and the markets at your book if the Green Bay continues to go up. All right, busy show coming up. We have a step your game up and everything go with the NHL and NBA with uh, top bottom we'll get to. And uh, we'll get to uh, win-lose in a second as well. 
The first hour of Follow the Money presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. And a lot of the props are already up for the Kansas City Buffalo game. Up next, a team can go over their win total tonight in the association already. And some great dog videos and some big tickets at cash last night. Coming up on Win Loose, Follow the Money, VSIN, baby. is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. How about a little soccer? We had a uh, draw in the Prem yesterday, Chelsea and Brighton. That cashed 3-1, uh, to 1-1 one. One, one final. Canadians plus 280. They beat Dallas, Buffalo plus 190. They beat Ottawa, Ball State from 15 down to 12 and a half. Uh, they got the money. Uh, did you see this? Missouri money line plus 260. They were catching seven. They won by th- what, was 25 points at Old Miss on the road. Yeah, that was a stunner last night. Missouri has had a miserable season, and the Tigers just uh, wrecked the Rebels in that game last night. Blowout. How about Kansas State? Yeah. And Bruce Weber taking down Chris Beard and the Longhorns in Austin. Yep. Plus 320 on the money line. Uh, they get it done as well. So, pretty good night. In college hoops, Duke goes down. There's only two games in the association. Uh, as always, subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. I, I'm a big fan of these French Bulldogs. I got to tell you, I'm on board with the French Bulldogs. They have charisma, and here this guy thinks he's, he's on the racetrack here. Sound up, let's go. He's getting into it. Here we go. I like the Huskies. That's a smart dog. Got, that's right. <laughs> that goes on for 50 that's seconds. You know, uh, yeah, you know Doug Kazarian from ESPN. <laughs> yes, right. He's got a French bulldog. You got oh, I didn't know that. Uh, so only like six months old. Okay. Apparently it's got really bad gas. And and Doug says that all French bulldogs have really bad gas. Oh, but they do? We were at his house a week ago Monday for the Georgia-Alabama game. <laughs> And the dog farted right in some guy's <laughs> face. He's like, oh, my God, I've never smelled anything like The dog said, all French Bulldogs have bad gas. Is that true? <laughs> I never heard that. Okay, That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never heard that before. Help us out at VEASAN Live. Have you heard that about French Bulldogs? <laughs> he said all French Bulldogs have bad gas. Have wicked. Yeah. It's really bad. This, he just it's not just it. bad. It's really bad. Huh? Really? What's it? Well, it's like, what's he like feeding knock you out, about knock, about knock you out. All French Bulldogs. Uh, wow. They got the guy. A little I, sneak attack, a little silence but deadly. Dog. I, I got, I've never heard that before. Yes. Well, this is, I, I don't know. I mean, look at this rabbit, too. I mean, this is, look at this guy. Going Mach 10 here. Look at this guy running around in the yard. Just going over and circling and having a good time. That's some serious. There you go. All right. And he's done. The rabbit running around for 10, 10 15 laps there. Getting some good exercise in. 
And this was uh, this was you, me, and Derek Stevens Saturday when we went to bed at three in the morning, waking up the next day. Look at the dog on his birthday. Okay, <laughs> just hanging out, just chilling oh, all the way back. Knocked out. Uh, had a rough night there with the birthday cap on as he's sitting on the chair lounging. Do an imitation of uh, Derek Stevens drinking the sambuca. Do it again. Oh, that was great. Uh, I mean, it's good when you, when you own a casino. I mean, I'd have to try that sometime. But he called. He called for the bottle of sambuca, uh-huh. and then he he. Uh, so let me try that. He put, and he had a little little sip, and he went. <laughs> right, that was awesome. That Never was. had sambuca before. Right, right. I had that, but that was uh, that was excellent. Uh, lose some. Did you see North Carolina? What was this? Carolina was laying points. They lost by thirty. Carolina two and a half point favorite, and uh, got run out. It was embarrassing. Uh-huh. I, th- I think the first score I saw in this game was something like fifty-two to twenty. Uh, I don't know what. It was a complete blowout. That's Hubert Davis taking over. Uh, this year, and unfortunately, Tar Heels look pretty soft. And that's really good wins for Miami now in the past couple weeks. They've taken down Duke and Durham, and last night mm-hmm. embarrassed Carolina in uh, in Miami. Yeah. God. One bad uh, – excuse me, also Arkansas, South Carolina over. 146 up to 151. No good, 75-59. And one bad beat Duke, Florida State, the under. It goes over in overtime, and the oh. Dukies go down – 79-78. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in, get a 20% live profit boost every day of the Australian Open. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Okay, so uh, Von Tobel, Jonathan Von Tobel with Vison, he's been all over this. Uh, f- fantastic tweet. Would you believe that with a win tonight, the Cleveland Cavaliers will go over their win total? Yeah. I mean, how good is this story? And I'm telling you, you got to get on board. Seven to one to win the division. Their schedule's easy coming up. Top mm-hmm. five defensive team. They're favored tonight. Uh, and, and what a story this is that they can already go over their win total here. Um, and, and just between the, the futures, and I know I'm late to the dance here because they were just astronomical prices to start. But still, I think there's there's value at 7-1 to one and that they can do this because it also comes down to is Milwaukee going to sit people? Yes. The motivation, don't care. Who cares about the seed? You saw what happened last year. Uh, Durant's out. I think because I also think the one seed's in play too for Cleveland. Believe it or not, but uh, the Bulls, who are now even money, the Bulls have lost four in a row, mm-hmm. and they were blown out in a couple of the games too. So between this this great defensive team they have, you mentioned Garland, how well he's playing. Uh, he's playing great. But this is this is nuts here. That I'm on board with tonight. Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. You got the Cavs. I got the Heat in the East. Okay, but to, to go over the win total and you check in some of these uh, wins needed. Or losses needed. How Von Tobel breaks it down. The Hawks were 46 and a half. 11 losses to cash that already with their win total. They've been a major disappointment. The Celtics, too. 46 and a half. 14 losses needed to cash that. You look at the bottom, the Lakers. The Lakers were 51 and a half. Only nine more losses yeah. needed. Not gonna, to get, no, they're 500. Not yeah. going to get over that total. No. It's not going to happen. No. Um, that's amazing, though. The Cavs 27 and a half, but some books even have the Cavs at 26. That's and right. A half. Yes. So they, they're already over. That's the right. Toe. Right. How about that? that that's that, that a good observation there, too. Uh, as far as going back to t- earliest teams have gone over their win total since the 93 94 season from sportsodhistory.com. Teams that clinched the over on their season win total bet in the fewest number of games. 
the 2013-2014 Suns went over in game 34. Wow. The uh, New Jersey was at an over-under of uh, 22 and a half in 97-98. They went, uh, they got clinched in game 40. New Orleans OKC, 21 and a half, did it in game 44 in 2021-2022. And Cleveland will be able to do it, as you mentioned about the 26 and a half. But Cleveland could get it in uh, game 45, or if you were early, you got it uh, already in game 44. So I like them tonight. I think there's a chance here at uh, 7-1. That's a good bet. They can still win the Central. And uh, great job by Von Tobel. I also like the Lakers tonight, too. Uh, 500 on the season. But what a, what a season LeBron's having, by the way. Averaging 29-7-6 uh, and six on the year. They're laying four and a half at Bet Rivers against the Pacers. The Pacers are dreadful, right? They've lost ten of eleven. They only have three road wins. You know, it's always uh, it's a risk because we're on so early here, with especially with the association. But a lot of guys could be out for the Pacers tonight. Lakers off the big win at home against the Jazz. You know, get busy living or get busy dying. Lakers got to get something going here. I mean, they're sitting there at 500, so I like the Lakers tonight. I think they win and cover against the Pacers. Yeah, that number opened as low as three and a half. Now you see them four and a half and five out there, and I, I agree with you. I actually think this is a really good spot for the Lakers because they're gonna they're playing with more of an edge. They've been catching a lot of hell for how poorly they played. They're off a big win, and like you said, uh, say what you want to about the Lakers and how disappointing they've been. LeBron has been outstanding. Yes, he has. So Yes, and actually, Malik Monk has uh, done a pretty good job of stepping up, hitting some shots. I, I think you will start to see the Lakers take a little bit of an upturn, and that's probably a good spot to play them tonight. How much of this is Westbrook? The Lakers are 24th in offensive efficiency. Yeah. Probably, guess, a, probably quite a bit of it. I, yeah. I've never been a Westbrook guy. He does play his ass off. He is, he's one of those guys that gives max effort, but that's not always a good thing. He's out of control, doesn't really run the offense efficiently, and he's not a good jump shooter. And uh, all of that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, looking at some of these numbers, offensive efficiency, Utah's number one, Atlanta number two, which you look at their record, obviously their problem is defense uh, when they're that efficient on offense. Charlotte top five, your Miami Heat are fourth. How about that? And the Heat are also 28th in pace. They slow it down. Um, Suns and Bulls on that list as well. Defensive efficiency, Golden State's number one. Followed by Philly. There's my Cavs at number three, giving up 105 points per 100 possessions. And it seems every year we're talking about this, and I know they have so many guys out, but Portland has the second worst defense in the league. I mean, it's well, every single year, no matter who the coach is. Yeah, that's true. What's going on in Portland? Yeah, different. Well, this season's been a disaster for the Trailblazers with Damian Lillard's injury. Uh, so it's almost like it's going to draw a line through what happens this year. But how about the Cavs tonight? Uh, that's that's your team. Right now, DraftKings one and a half like point favorites at Chicago. Yeah, do they get it done I tonight? Like, I do. I like them, and the Bulls struggling right now. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level. You can combine same game parlays from different games to give even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the app or go to betrivers.com today. Explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Playable in New Jersey. As play Sugar House. Void where prohibited. Back to the NFL could be the most competitive divisional round ever. We'll look at the point spreads and historical perspective on that and records against teams left still in the playoffs. That'll surprise you coming up next on Follow the Money. Paulie Howard, Matt Humans, Visa, Betting Network. Follow the Money on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. 
If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. They've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever. You get your podcast. Well, I mean, some of the stuff checks out, man. A lot of people agree with you. And uh, we even got some some uh, good tweets and text on this that uh, French Bulldogs have a sensitive stomach and you have to put them on a strict diet. And they 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 lead to, uh, uh, excuse me, swallow air while eating and they eat fast. And uh, there's a gas problem with uh, French Bulldogs. So uh, you might be onto something there, what Kazarian told you with the French Bulldogs. Checks out. A lot of tweets. Yeah, I got a, a lot tweet here that says, uh, worst gas ever, French Bulldogs. Uh, that's what Doug claimed. I had never heard that before, but I can tell you the gas was pretty bad. But. Yes, very good. Uh, enjoy your breakfast out there if you're watching. So, uh, excellent. So, so we've all, <laughs> we've had this second, speaking of gas, we've had this second round stink bomb going back for years, and we'll try to dig. It just really doesn't come into play this week because the spreads are so low. Now, you do have Green Bay up to a six-point favorite, but that's... <laughs> That's the highest spread we have. And, and a good twid he, tweet here about putting this in perspective about is this the most competitive divisional round ever from Micah Adams. Green Bay 6, Tennessee 3.5, Tampa 3, and the Chiefs 2. Combined spread 14.5, first time since 1989 that all four games have a spread less than a touchdown. The lowest combined spread in divisional round 13.5 in 1971. Think about this and what we're looking at here this weekend. Oh. Going back 50 years on that one. Uh, I would say if Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't start, that's uh, going to be ruined. That's that's going to yeah. be more than a touchdown on the Packers. But, yeah, this, obviously we could see the opposite of what we saw in Wild Card Weekend, which were uh, five blowouts or four blowouts in six games. Right. And um, you know at some point these games are going to get really good. So uh, I'm not panicking like a lot of people who think, uh, well, these playoffs stink. Every game is going to be a blowout. You're, a couple of these games are going to be phenomenal this weekend. I mean, you basically know what's going to happen. Uh, the, uh, you know, 49ers-Cowboys game is really good. Raiders-Bengals really good. Sure, what came out of final six play. Games, you got two mm-hmm. really good ones. You're not guaranteed yeah. to get four out of six great games. Two out of six is not bad. Mm-hmm. I just think uh, the Monday night game was so bad, it kind of it leaves you with a, a lasting impression of, man, that weekend just uh, did not live up to expectations. The Monday night game really stunk. I, th- I thought... Well, which game was worse, Patriots-Bills well, or uh, Cardinals-Rams? It doesn't really matter. They were both bad, yeah. I'd say the Cardinals game the Monday night. That's not supposed to happen. They already beat them uh, earlier in the season. They're strong on the road. It's a, that's a, The line's three and a half. Right. Look at the point spread. And the thing was over in the second quarter and how bad Arizona was and how bad Murray played. But So I mentioned the second-round stink bomb, uh, and this goes back. But it's been, there's been some chalk involved here. But you, you go back and look. Uh, 15 years, there's been a team, and now it's different now because you only have one team, uh, you only get one the one seat off the bye. But the team off the bye have stubbed their toe over and over and over again. And there's been some some good teams regular season with big point spreads. And a lot of these on the list is Peyton Manning mm-hmm. when he was at Denver, 13-3. and three, right. Got beat by the Colts. Got beat by the Ravens as well. Yep. The, uh, that Flacco play. The game was over, and then Jones uh, got behind the defense. Was it Raheem Moore? I mean, it's ridiculous how that happened. It ruined my birthday. Uh, you also had Manning do it with the Colts, 14-2, and 13-3. and three. You had the 14-2 and two Chargers one and done. 
You had the 13 and three Chargers one and done on a long winning streak. You had the 15 and one Green Bay Packers lost to Eli Manning one and done. You had even it happened to Tom Brady one year. They were 14 and two, throttled the Jets at home earlier in the season on the mm-hmm. Monday night game, lost one and done. So you you've seen several. It's happened almost every year where a team off the bye or a one or a two. We'll call it just now with how they've changed things, but a one or a two seed coming in and they can't get it done and they lose at home and they're flat and they're laying more than a touchdown in these games. Of course. And that's why I think uh, Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers talked about it. It was important for the Packers first teamers to uh, play in the first half at Detroit to stay sharp. You don't essentially want to go two and a half or three weeks uh, without action. And that's uh, what the Packers were looking at with the bye if they did not play in that week 18 game at Detroit. So I, I think it's always smart to try to stay sharp Sometimes I think that week off can be a negative. Uh, but yeah. it, it, it is yeah. going to benefit the Titans because the Titans are a banged-up team. Yep. You get Derrick Henry back, an extra week for Henry to get geared up for this game, and I think it should prove to be a, a really beneficial thing for Tennessee. Do you put any stock into this? This to, Records against the remaining top eight teams. Titans, 4-0. and That incredible run, and we'll talk to Teresa Walker, who covers the team coming up later. We'll get the load on on Henry. Uh, and his availability, but th- that that run they had against all those playoff teams, and even with guys out too, uh, and they went to L.A. and won. Something you mentioned yesterday too, about that performance: Titans four and zero, Packers three and one, Forty ers three and two, Bucks one and one, Bills one and two, the close loss in Tampa, uh, Bengals one and two, Chiefs one and three, and the Rams one and four. Records against the remaining top eight. And that one win by the Rams was against the uh, Buccaneers early in the season in L.A. The, uh, I, I said it yesterday that the Titans had the most impressive four-game stretch of any team in the league. Mm-hmm. They beat the Bills, the Chiefs, one at Indianapolis, then one at L.A. against the Rams. Beat the Bills, Chiefs, Colts, and Rams in a, in a four-week stretch. Didn't get any better than that. And uh, the Colts are not included on this list. Um when you're looking at the Titans being 4-0 against the remaining uh, top teams. But very impressive run there. And then, obviously, that game in Indianapolis is when Derrick Henry went down. That was week eight. We have not seen him since week eight. Incredible job by Vrabel. I mean, we mentioned briefly yesterday how they started. Run out at home by Arizona. And then down two scores against Seattle on the road. They come back and win that game. And then uh, they take off with that winning streak and who they, they beat then. Uh, all those playoff teams, and then they come back. Then they have the injuries with Brown. Uh, they lose to Houston. They get run out in New England. Mm-hmm. And then they come back with another winning streak, and somehow they get the one seed, which yeah. also, that's that's another thing. That's to put it in a historical pers- perspective, that the AFC, the one seed in the AFC had five losses. That's another thing. And then they also, they, they throttled Kansas City. They allowed three points oh, in yeah. that game. Oh, yeah. yeah the defense. Chiefs, Chiefs were three and four at the end of October. You know, we, we talked about this, too. Think back to week one. The Titans get blown out at home by the Cardinals. The Packers get blown out by 35 yep. points by the Saints. Mm-hmm. Those two teams end up as the number one seeds in their respective conferences. That's why we always talk about overreaction Monday after the first week of the NFL season. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anytime touchdowns up at Bet Rivers, and over two, it's going to be over 250 different ways to bet the uh, the four playoff games. Henry's minus 190 to score a touchdown. A.J. Brown's plus 140. Chase is plus 140. 
Adams is $1.35, yes. Mm-hmm. Debo Samuel minus 105. Mitchell plus 120. Cooper Cups minus 130. Gronk is even money. Hill and Kelsey minus 120. And Diggs plus 120. Anytime touchdown okay. coming up this weekend. I think you'll see a Gronk touchdown this week. Mm-hmm. But these are just, look Look how low these are. But you also have uh, some totals that are sky high. But that is, uh, man, Chase is only plus 140. And that goes back to, and we'll do more of these coming up. There's so many props this week and so many creative props. But that goes back to the one that DraftKings offered that last week, that even though he's coming off an injury and, they're, and they have the buy, Henry was the favorite to lead in rushing yards. Yeah. Which what he had. But and, and then it still looks good from a is the co favorite with Mitchell because Mitchell only had ninety six yards, but he had the most rushing yards in the wild card round. Oh, these are good. Very surprising though. With some of these props and these and then these prices. Well you look at that. Hill Kelsey dollar twenty, cup one thirty. Well, I thought the uh, most surprising prop yeah. on the board last week. We talked about it before the game, so it's not uh, no, yeah. hindsight. Was Jamar Chase's receiving yards total was around 70? Uh, and mm-hmm. I said it at the time, it's a square opinion, but you had to play that over 70, and he topped 100 yards. Yeah. Lot to run down coming up next. We'll go uh, step your game up, top bottom in the NHL and in the NBA. Best teams from uh, ATS standpoint, and also what's going on with hockey as well with all these great streaks, first period, second period. Uh, and third period as well. Never too early to prepare for the big game. We want to make sure VEASAN is part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs, and then our championship week will have 56 hours of free video coverage on VEASAN.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VEASAN betting experts before, during, and after the action on VEASAN.com. Good stuff there, especially from an in-play standpoint. Uh, Second-half numbers and always updating the props, too with Championship Sunday, and also everything going on with the Super Bowl as well. Indy Jeff Seeley on golf, Johnny Avello at DraftKings. We'll talk liability and uh, home teams going 5-1 and one straight up in ATS in the wild card round. Teresa Walker covers the Titans, and Adam Hill covers the Raiders. Well, so UFC, I'm a casual fan. I cannot believe Ngannou's a dog in the pay-per-view card, UFC 270. Everything with Adam Hill coming up. Step your game up next on Follow the Money. Welcome back. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level. Now you can combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the app or go to betrivers.com today. Explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Playable in Jersey as play Sugar House. Time to step your game up. Top bottom. We start in the NHL. Top ROI. Nashville leads the way. Up seven units. Uh, you bet $100 every game on Nashville. You're up 722. Carolina, 717. Number two in ROI. The Rangers in Gallant, 691. Checking in at number three. The Penguins, plus 461. The big win the other night out here in Vegas. Down 3 nothing in the second period. And they win 5-3. And the Sharks, plus 427. 
top five ROI in hockey. At the bottom, Montreal, you're down 20, almost 22 units. That was before last night they got the win as uh, big dogs. But down 21.83. Seattle, down 15.28. Oh, no. We did not have a repeat of Vegas and uh, suitcase bet with the crack and point total under. The Islanders down 10 units and change. Cash, last night, how'd that feel? Tell people what you did last night with the Islanders. Yeah, your play of the day was uh, Islanders, I think minus 130. Correct. All right. I forgot to play it before the game, so I said, nah, you know, I, I kind of liked that play too. Um, it was tied most of the way, and then they fell behind 3-2 in the third period, about nine minutes to go. I jump on the app. So I'm going to ride Paulie's coattails here. I'm going to take Islanders live plus $4, down 3-2. to two. Not a big bet, but it's good enough. They score with about, I think, five minutes to go uh-huh. and then win in a shootout. How about that shootout Good last night? about that? Uh, so, yeah, nice job uh, by you uh, calling out the Islanders last night. And I got it just the right time at plus $4 with nine minutes to go. There are very <clears throat> there are interesting opportunities with hockey in play. With that, how big those odds get if the yeah, team's yeah. down a goal with you know five, six minutes left and also what can happen with the totals. If a team can score there, if you get the tying goal, or if they can cut it to one, then you have the empty net scenario, pull the goalie, and then you could be shenanigans there as well. Arizona down 10 units, and the Flyers down 994. Updated uh, totals in hockey. Uh, Colorado has gone over the first period on the season, 72%. The Rangers have seen their first periods go under 70% on the season. Colorado 83% to the over on the season in the third period and a 27-3 and overrun. That's if you're going with the goal and a half. And the Blues over 79% in the third period. Some streaks. Goal in the first 10. Philly, yes, 18-4. and four. Colorado, 20-6. and six. First period over streaks. Colorado, 21-6. and six. And that third period run with the Avalanche. And they play today. They're in uh, Anaheim tonight. 27-3 and three over third period run with the Avalanche. And I did see as high as uh, 220 in the last game, but again, the total was six and a half, uh, and it cashed against the Wild. But that's if you're playing the goal and a half, and, and that's how we're going to grade it as well. Usually 220, 210 with the juice, with the third period's over. Goal in the first 10, yes, eight in a row for the Devils and Florida. And Toronto has played 10 straight overs uh, in the third period. To the NBA, top bottom, ATS, we know who's number one, the Cavs, 29-13-3 and three ATS run. Great season. Now, how about this? There's a, there's a, there's, you looked at during the break. There's a twelve to one on the Cavs to win the division. That you yeah, saw. we got a bunch of good tweets here wow. during the show, and uh, one of them is there's a twelve to one out there on the Cavs to win the Central Division. Guys, you hear me you, out on this. You bet seven to one, right? Yes, I, but this is I don't hot, have access yeah. to where that is. That, you know, right. That's a hot dog stand at one place. But that's I mean, this is why aren't you on board with this? Why'd you dismiss it? I want you to get on board. Because they, I'm a Miami me, Heat guy. I've been a Heat guy. No, no, since to win the division. No, to win the division. I know. I know. The Bulls are struggling. This thing is now real with the Cavs. Cavs, Cavs have even had some significant injuries. And, yes, they have. Right. And so to be where they are right now, I think, makes that even more impressive. And then Bill Simmons tweeted it out the other day. Considering what you looked at, when you look at, I'm telling you, the one seed is in play here for Cleveland. It's it definitely in play with the Duran injury. Mm-hmm. That's where you're high on the Heat. I understand. Right. But it comes down to motivation and load management. And after what, why the hell would these teams care about the one or the two seed? 
and you just see Cleveland with this easy schedule and a top five defense and a young team getting it done. Great story. Absolutely. Their schedule, that's a thing so impressive. That's what one thing might would concern me about the Lakers early on. They're 22 and 22, and they had all these home games and an easy schedule to start. Yeah. But the thing about the Cavs was they played a tough schedule early on, and here they are uh, ready to go over their win total. And with an easy schedule the rest of the way in a top five defense, absolutely. And I like them tonight to win. And also, I think there's there's a take a shot there to still win the division. Speaking and of we, the hot dog stand, right? Uh, before we end this segment, we have a tweet from Mike North. I want to read. So <laughs> good, yeah. right? Cavs twenty nine thirteen and three, followed by the Thunder twenty eight fourteen and one. Memphis thirty and sixteen. ATS. Another great story. As high as $4 now to win their division. Uh, how about the Grizzlies winning nine games in a row without John ja Morant? I know. Uh, that was incredible to me. Hornets 27 and 17, and the Heat 26 and 18. Worst NBA ATS. Atlanta 16 and 27. The Nets 16, 26 and 1. That's incredible. But the, they were $7 last week. You had to risk 700 to win 100 to win the division. Now they're down to 150 with the Durant injury and the losing streak. Uh, Blazers 17 and 26, Lakers 18 and 26, and then you see the Nuggets as well. Worst ATS, best over teams, the Heat 26 and 18, which is surprising. But again, they're top five in offensive efficiency, but they're at the bottom in pace. Uh, Rockets 26 and 19, number one in pace. Lakers 25 and 19, uh, defensive issues. Best under teams in the association. Dallas is 29, 13 and two to the under. Golden State 26 15 and 2 uh and the Sixers 26 16 and 2 college hoops ATS Middle Tennessee 12 12 2 and 1 Davidson 12 and 3 ATS and worst college basketball ATS Pacific 2 and 13 against the number Northern Kentucky and Idaho State 2 and 11 and that total the best under team again Eastern Illinois <laughs> lots a lot of their games aren't on the board Every, when it's been on the board, every Eastern Illinois game has gone under. 14-0 and 0 to the under. That's, that's incredible. That Isn't is. that something? I've said for years, Paulie, it's tough to make a living betting on Idaho State basketball. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Playing out, that's a true, true again this season. Very uh, good stuff there. Uh, great job with the graphics as well. And that is top bottom. So uh, Mike North is fired up. I mean, he was on with us last week, too. About He wants so, Josh McDaniels. Yeah. I, I don't blame him. I don't, I don't blame him. I haven't he, really heard Josh McDaniels yeah. mentioned much right. in Chicago. It's been all Jim Harbaugh, Brian Dable. Uh, who else? Uh, Brian Flores is even He's getting some run too. with a lot of people in Chicago. Right. I think Harbaugh would probably be the top choice by a lot of people. Uh, how about this tweet from uh, Mike North? So he was listening to the start of the show. Obviously, he said, Eric Bieniemy, Byron Leftwich. Are they going to bring the quarterbacks with them? Come on, Paul. We went through this with Matt Nagy, who didn't bring Patrick Mahomes. Which I don't think his point is that they want any part of field. So, yeah, yeah. I understand this point. I think the uh, the thing I would say is there's no way the enemy or left which could be as clueless as Matt Nagy. Concur. But we'll see when these dominoes are going to start to fall here. And once these teams are eliminated, but who they're going to go with. But that's, I, a good point. I, that's a good point about McDaniels. I mean, you say no to the Colts, and he's up for a lot of these jobs. He changes his mind with the Colts. And then it's like, well, how long? Belichick. Belichick says I, he's going to keep coaching. I know. And, in fact, he wants to beat Don Shula's wins record mm-hmm. because he's got – he had a problem with Don Shula. 
So he's going to have to coach at least three more years, I think, to get that record. Was it the was it the other way around? Did Shula have a problem with him? Or oh yeah, and then that Shula, took, that, Shula called him out. Shula Shula called him out. Belichick, ridiculous cheater. Yeah, yeah. So then you know, ticked off Belichick, and now he yeah. wants to take down Shula's wins record, which I think he's about. I'm going to say 25 wins away, something is that like what that. It is? Okay, Some, Good somewhere angle. in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So you're talking at least three more years. He's going to have the coach to take that down. So Josh McDaniels is he going to wait? The Patriots coach in waiting. You would think at some point he's going to take one of these jobs. Um, who's the best fit for the Bears? Would it be Harbaugh? I think Harbaugh would be a good fit for the Raiders too. You know, a good fit for the Bears or the Raiders. Um, it's tough. Do you but, want the young, hot offensive coordinator, or do you want the retread coach? I don't. I mean, th- you think they're going to get excited in Denver about Dan Quinn? Uh, I would be excited about Dan Quinn if he were my defensive coordinator. Yeah, not head coach necessarily, but I think Mike North's point is a good one: is that we have no idea if Eric Bieniemy can be a good head coach. He's been a good offensive coordinator because he's had Patrick Mahomes and the best skill position talent in the NFL to work with. Yeah. So it's obviously yeah. made him look a lot better. How about Byron Leftwich? Yeah, I have no idea if he sure. can be a good head coach. You're always rolling the dice in these unproven uh, coordinators. Yep. You don't know if they're going to be head coaches. Obviously, it was a bust with the Bears with Matt Nagy. First hour of all the money presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Get a 20% live profit boost each day of the Australian Open. Must be 21. Offer not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. We'll talk golf with Jeff Seeley up next. The Bet Rivers. The Bet Rivers. The Bet Rivers. The Bet Rivers. The Bet Rivers.